0: From the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. And welcome back to the show. Kathy harmon Lubert joining us. She's an author, certified Reiki and sound therapist, and so much more. We're going to talk more today about her story, her journey, and of course, all the uh, nationwide services she can provide through suffering to thriving. She's back with us today. How are you? Hi, Jill. It's great to be back. Same here, and uh, great to have you here. Order your copy today, guys, SufferingToThriving.com. Yeah, her book's there and available, How to Live a More Healthy, Peaceful, Joyful Life, Your Toolkit for Navigating Your Healing Journey. Please introduce yourself to our listeners today, sweetheart.
1: Oh, hi, Jill. Thanks. Yeah, I'm thrilled to be here. You know, our topic today, building on the past couple of, of sessions that you and I have had together, This is a super interesting one for me, and I think your listeners will find it that way too. It's called Your Mind is Your Medicine, and I'm eager to share with you and your listeners how we can harness the power of our minds so that we not only improve our health, which a lot of people are trying to do, but our relationships, our businesses, and ultimately live the life of our dreams. And I know it sounds like a really tall order, but I'm going to break it down into five simple steps.
0: Can you hear me? Hello,
1: hello. Yeah. Hi, hi.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So, now back to the book. Uh, Your tips and toolbox are gold. Every human being will find value in this book. Some testimonials. Maya Bell says that. Beverly Johnson in RN says, I love your book. I found out things I didn't know. Your book will change many people's lives. Uh, Kathy is able to use her pain to help others navigate their lessons by showing them how to uh, be their own medical advocate. Being able to witness this in a small part has been nothing short of inspiring and encouraging. That's from Dr. Kenneth Browning want to share that that. it's always good to hear positive things please Um, absolutely so what did you have in mind for our listeners today
1: yeah you know i i would like to draw five insights that i think are are really helpful for for everyone in the healing journey but they also translate to, to life in general and so anyway, what I, what I wanted to talk about today is I'll give you a little bit of background first about, um, for your listeners about what my journey has been. And so for, for many decades, I've been on this pretty challenging healing journey dealing with, um, a number of debilitating spinal diseases, some um, chronic autoimmune disorders mm-hmm. and, uh, injuries of, of sports and dance nature and all of that. But I was really managing fine. You know, I was, I was living a very active life. Uh, my, my work, uh, working with nonprofits, making a difference in the world. I was active hiking and swimming and biking and performing classical flute on weekends and, you know, traveling, just, just a really full life. And I would have called it the life of my dreams, actually. But it all came to kind of a, a crashing... Halt in December of 2016 mm-hmm. when a spinal disc ruptured very uh, badly, and it was the fourth one. Oh and my gosh. Um, it left me flat on my back, yeah, and bedridden for five years. Um, and I, you know, I, I gotta be honest, it was, it was seriously horrible. But uh, as, as miserable as I was physically, I was also really suffering mentally and emotionally. And I began to have this this realization that this thing I call unnecessary suffering is a choice. Like, being seriously ill and injured or in pain does not mean we need to unnecessarily suffer in our minds. Um, in other words, we could choose to complain uh, or be angry or bitter or whatever, like, just for a moment or for the rest of our lives, you know? And... The story that we create about our life and our trauma and our illness or relationships, um, they can create this unnecessary suffering. But that kind of unnecessary suffering is a choice that we all have. We don't have to live in that place. And so, similarly, we can create a thriving mindset. And this is what I write about in the book, how to create a thriving mindset. This is also a choice. Thriving is a choice. So every moment in our lives, we... Have that choice, and we need to remember that. Um, so often, we, we do get caught in that downward spiral. It's important to remember we we can thrive. So flat on my back for those years, I just began to take a deeper dive into what's called mind body medicine, and I began to have these insights about how we can transform from suffering into thriving, and that's what what my book is about. And frankly, it's kind of the toolkit. I wish I had decades ago, and now it's part of my life purpose to share this with people.
0: And remind us how we can reach you. I mentioned the website. Uh, tell us again and other forms of contact.
1: Yes. Uh, best way to reach me all around is through the website, which is suffering dot com. People can find the book and testimonials. They can learn how to work with me. They can connect uh, to me on social media as well as get a free download of my Infinite Possibilities um, Meditation.
0: Fantastic. Well, also a pleasure to have you back here to join us today. And uh, we've had a great, a few great conversations in the past. Is there anything in particular that you want to discuss for today's show?
1: Yeah, exactly. I want to dig into this thriving mindset. And, and so these tips, Jill, are for, for everyone. And they'll find them a value even if they're not sick or injured. Um, what I what I want to underscore is that Western medicine has literally saved my life and probably the lives of lots of your listeners. The tools I'm about to talk about don't replace a doctor's advice, but they can be used in complement to working with a doctor. Um, in fact, I mentioned this in my book. Most doctors will tell us that our mental attitude, what I'm calling the thriving mindset, makes a difference in our ability to heal. Um, Like, finding happiness, healing is an inside job. Okay, so here are my five tips uh, for creating the thriving mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, Number one, first, I want to drill down on this concept that your mind is your medicine, what we're talking about today. By medicine, I mean finding the medicine for not only your health, but for living a beautiful life of your dreams. And this is summed up, the whole notion of it is summed up really well by a guy by the name of Nikola Tesla, uh, who I quote in my book, this quote, If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And that's because energy follows thought. It's what powers, you know, the manifestation of our dreams, our words, whether we speak them or write about them or think them have this energetic charge and the power to create our dreams or tear them down. They can empower other people or hurt them. So the magic really lies in choosing our words very intentionally to create the world that we want to live and thrive in. And as I mentioned before, you know, unnecessary suffering is a choice and so is thriving. This is true of everyday life, but even more so on the healing journey. And number two, your body knows how to heal. Our bodies have this amazing innate ability to heal if we listen and heed what I call our inner healer. And that's our intuition or gut instinct. Some people call it following your heart. People definitely need to talk to their doctors and consult other reliable sources. But we need to trust ourselves first and last because our bodies have this innate Ability. And that's not just Kathy saying so. I mean, this is, this is becoming very, very well-founded um, in, in the medical realm. And there are two sides of this. Like, for optimal health, what should we do uh, and what, what shouldn't we do? Like, on the what shouldn't we do, maybe it's the stop eating junk food and eat more organic food and stop partying so much or whatever. Stop doing so much it's important to pay attention to, to what our body is screaming at us to stop doing. The other side of that is what might help us heal better. And because we're all unique individuals, our bodies might require different things from supplements to the amount of exercise and sleep that we get to complementary modalities. And the two that I work in that we've we've talked about before are, you know, the sound healing and and, and Reiki. And so what people need to ask themselves is, what does your body need? There's a whole chapter in my book about this with exercises for, for building intuition, but, but basically build on this theme, the body knows how to heal itself. Number three, focusing on ability and not inability. Um, so often when we get sick or injured, we, we focus on what we can no longer do. We need to be really laser focused about our precious time and energy, and yes, obstacles happen, like health challenges or otherwise in life, and they rattle our confidence, but if we look at a tree, I love this example of a tree growing in a sidewalk, and it meets up with the challenge of concrete or a building nearby, and the tree doesn't ask itself, am I up to the task, you know, can can I really do this? It just keeps growing. It grows around the obstacle. grows toward the light. It surrenders and it grows. And we can learn a lot from trees, I believe. You know, with this little example, we have to stand in our power and focus on our ability, uh, not the disability or inability. And people, I learned this, you know, on my own, and I see it with the clients that I help. We're all stronger than we know, and we, we need to harness the power of what can I do? How can we use workarounds and uh, do activities without pain or to transcend another obstacle? We focus on ability. I think that's a really important one, Jill. And that kind of leads to the next point, number four, asking the right questions. You know, when things go wrong in our lives, we tend to hit an obstacle or overwhelming challenge and say, why me? Why is this happening to me, right? Right. I mean, everybody has probably the experience with mind shatter, what I call the what if. What if this happens to me? You know, what if it's terrible? What will become of me? It's easy to fall into that downward spiral, but what if I told you your healing crisis might have a bigger reason that perhaps it could be a blessing in disguise or a portal to a new life, perhaps a new, more peaceful way of living, or it offers you new knowledge or skills or inspiration or a catalyst for finding life purpose. So what we need to focus on are the right questions, and I I love these. And, And when I was going through the worst of my own issues, these were the questions I would ask myself, and they're these. What if this is an opportunity to reinvent myself? What if I'm on the cusp of something better, something greater? What if something wonderful is about to happen? And for a while, I had that posted, you know, where I could see it every day. What if something wonderful is about to happen? What if I decide right now to fall in love with my future, whatever that holds for me? And what step forward can I take today that my future self will be grateful for? And, guilt. Like I mentioned, in case our listeners missed our last conversation or our first conversation, um, I'll mention again that we have a free guided meditation, Exploring Infinite Possibilities, on my website, SufferingToThriving.com. And the last one that's really key here is that your healing journey gives you an opportunity to get clear on your life purpose or mission. I alluded to this earlier, but the beloved author C.S. Lewis said it this way, hardships often prepare ordinary people for an extraordinary destiny. And I see this again and again, Jill, not only in my own life, but with the people who I I work with um, for for Reiki and and sound healing, and the people who reach out to tell me how much the book has impacted their lives, And help them to discover their life purpose based on their healing journey. So what we need to do is listen to our heart's inspiration and follow our bliss. Um, As I like to say, follow your bliss at the intersection of your innate skills and talents. Right? And dream big. Um, Albert Einstein said imagination is everything. It's the preview to life's coming attractions. and, and, And I really love that. And In the case of a health setback or health crisis, we tend to look at these things as a one-time, unfortunate event, but the truth is we're on a healing journey, which is embedded in our life's journey, which is embedded in our soul's journey, and that ultimately is our mission and purpose in life. And there's only one of each of us in the whole universe. I mean, we each have our own unique talents and superpowers, and I happen to believe that each of us is here for a reason at this very challenging time on Earth, and, and I think the world needs the unique challenges that, that we and and your listeners have. That's what we were born to share. It's is what I would call our superpowers. So, adopting a pioneering sense of adventure on this journey called life is super important, and sometimes the key to finding our mission in life lies within the healing journey that we So I discuss these five keys and lots more in in the book, of course. Um, It's 38 short chapters. Each one of them is a tool in the toolbox.
0: Oh, and we'll talk more about those tools in the toolbox when we return. Remind us how we can reach you, and we'll take our quick break.
1: Thanks, Jill. It's at SufferingToThriving.com.
0: Hi,
2: do you suffer from an acute or chronic body aches or mental stress? Here is the solution. My name is Mohammed Porfek and I'm the owner and operator of massage services at Mossage Therapy located in Beverly Hills, California. I will guarantee you when you walk out of my room, you will feel like a new person. Book your appointment online today at MassageTherapy.com.
0: from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Sufferingtothriving.com. We're back here with our friend and author who's talking to us today. Well, her journey, what she experienced, and of course, how this book, of all things, can really help someone. And I think we've all been through something where we could actually empathize. Would you agree?
1: Oh, yeah, Jill. You know, and the statistics that we see coming out of the centers for disease control and other places you know it's like one in 5 people in this country alone you know suffers from from chronic pain uh, a huge number of people suffer from chronic illness and i think if we're lucky to live long enough everyone encounters some sort of a of a challenge on their healing journey sure
0: yeah, well, we're excited to have you back here again. Kathy Harmon-Luber joining us here, also does Certified Reiki Sound Therapy Practitioner, and uh, she also is a grant writer for nonprofit organizations that make a world, the world a better place, I should say. Uh, she can work with you anywhere around the world. Go to Suffering SufferingToThriving.com, uh, and uh, we still have uh, seven minutes left on the show. What else do you want to share about you and your services?
1: Great. Yeah. Well, I'd love to talk uh, a little bit about the sound healing and and Reiki services that I provide. Um, As I mentioned last week, you know, this area of energy medicine, vibrational energy medicine, as it's called, is really a huge growing trend, not only in this country, but in Europe and beyond. Uh, A lot of, of doctors and, in fact, Hospitals and nursing homes all over the country are beginning to integrate Reiki energy treatment, which which is um, a very very healing energy modality and sound healing. And it makes sense. We we spoke about this a little bit last week, but the for people who are kind of scratching their heads and saying, "Sound therapy is actually going to heal a person?" Well, consider that you know between sixty five and seventy five percent of our bodies. Are comprised of water, and water is an, an exceptionally good conductor of, of of sound waves. And sound scientists, what are called sonic scientists, and medical researchers are really diving deep into this this area because they're they're actually finding that it it changes the body. Uh, they they do tests on blood cells where they look at. at somewhat stagnant blood cells, they they apply several minutes of of sound or music to them, and they come back to life. And as I mentioned briefly last week, uh, a researcher at UCLA, James uh, Janzuski, has discovered that our cells in our bodies have a unique sound and that when they are injured or diseased, they stop creating that sound And then when they are re-stimulated by sound, they they come back from being dormant and doing their their jobs that their cells are supposed to do. So there's a really growing field. I know in the work that I do with my clients, people are finding great relief from everything from stress and burnout to uh, chronic headaches and migraines. Uh, Lots of people are finding it takes pain down a notch or two. Um, and and just overall accelerates the the healing of of the body and in some ways this is not surprising you know our ancestors for for hundreds and hundreds of years dating back to the ancient Egyptians and Greeks uh, you know in in Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine as well they, they they knew the power of of energy and sound healing and so. It's, it's really a, a, a lovely thing to explore. Last week, in case your, your listeners missed our show last week, I gave several tips on how to incorporate free and, and low-cost and easy ways to harness the power of sound into your daily life. Yeah, so I just sort of wanted to underscore that, Jill. Thanks.
0: Thank you, really appreciate it and uh, by the way uh, if someone has any questions don't hesitate to reach out uh, of course you're available um, and as far as your services what if someone calls doesn't really know what they need because you offer so many modalities can you just kind of assess the situation and give them advice
1: yeah exactly and again this is not medical advice but what I do before a session is is I ask the person what they hope to, to achieve. You know, is it pain relief? Is it is it stress reduction? Um, so I, I talk to them a little bit about about what their intention for the healing is, and then I follow my own intuition about, about what will work for them, both in terms of the instruments that I select for the sound healing. It could be anything from crystal and Tibetan bowls to the gong, one of the most healing of all the instruments, um, so, so I've, I've got quite a number of Native American flutes and a couple of drums I, I integrate that in a way that works to, to clear blockages in the chakras and for those people who are who are familiar with the chakra system um, that that dates back to to kind of ancient India and and it's, it's practiced through a lot of, of the world's healing uh, modalities the chakras Need to be in balanced uh, alignment, and often, if we're in, encountering a problem, people have come to me for relief from writer's block or creative block, and sometimes it is as simple as as working to release blockages in in those related uh, chakras. So, so I kind of do a little bit of an assessment, and I I create a really beautiful sound bath and and Reiki healing. That that is usually about an hour in length, and everyone describes it as really peaceful and lovely. And they often, you know, get back in touch with me a, a day or a few days later to tell me that they really felt a shift in in the issue that they were facing.
0: Beautiful, yeah. And on the website, uh, just looking, you mentioned the sound bath, and I see is that a sound a bowl? What do I call? The, is that a sound bowl?
1: Yeah, that's a, that is. Oh, I just love them. They're they're the beautiful crystal singing bowls. Singing bowls. And yes, yes. And I have I have several. They're 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 tuned to the different chakras, and uh, the singing bowl creates this this just lovely lovely sound. And in combination together with several of them on different notes. Uh, it, it, it creates just a, a really lovely experience, similar to the crystal singing bowls. I also use uh, Tibetan bowls, which are which are an, a metal bowl, and which have a very very different sound, mm-hmm. that are, are are equally healing and and just lovely to listen to. Yes, I also have a photo. I think there of me with um, my native flutes and 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 my gong. Yeah, I saw gong that. Yeah, it's one of the most healing instruments because it has the largest range of frequencies from the very lowest, inaudible even, to the human ears, but our but our cells hear those uh, or, or, or uh, vibrate to those frequencies, become entrained with those frequencies. So gong is definitely part of the practice.
0: Beautiful. And just to remind everyone, uh, one thing that I only found out a few years ago is that this is like, you know, doctors, uh, hospitals are recognizing the, I won't say the word magic, but the the work that Reiki does in energy healing and how it does work, you know, which is great to see the Eastern and Western philosophies kind of meeting in the middle these days.
1: Yes. And that's, Jill, thank you for that. That, That's actually what the book is about. It's about you know, yes, working with your doctor and your other medical professionals to to do what is very best for your health, but also having an open mind to these other uh, long-used modalities like like sound and and Reiki energy healing. Um, doctors are using them or, or inviting people to use them in hospitals along with the Western medical care. Again, in nursing homes too. Because they are seeing that, that when we use other modalities and complement with Western medicine, some great healing can be achieved. Yes.
0: Well, thank you again for joining us. And remind us one more time how we can reach you?
1: Yes, at com. Thanks so much, Jill. It's been just delightful to speak with you and Thank be on you. your show. Stay Thank you. Same here. Have a
0: great day. To all of our listeners, stay tuned. More of the shows on the way. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network.
2: It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.